0: Raider Nation, wake up and get ready, because it's time for the Morning Grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Good morning, Raider Nation. I'm Eddie Pascal, and today is September 9th, 2020. Thank you so much for joining us for another edition of the Morning Grind. And guys, I can't believe I'm saying it, but it is a game week for the silver and black. Just a few days from now, your Las Vegas Raiders will hop on a plane and fly to Carolina in advance of their regular season opener against the Panthers. And I'll be honest, part of me never thought that we would get to this point, but here we are. Ugh, and I cannot wait to watch and talk real football. Nonstop for the next couple of months. Like I said at the top, head coach John Gruden's squad is now in the midst of game planning for Teddy Bridgewater and Company. So today let's take a look at a few of the questions I have as we inch closer to game time. Lego! Okay, I'll make you all a deal. We'll talk about this once, and then we will never talk about it again. I hope let's talk about crowd noise, or the lack thereof in this case. The Panthers, like the Raiders and a bunch of other teams around the NFL won't have fans in the stands for Week 1. And look, I'll be honest, I'm interested to see how this plays out. From the lack of crowd noise to what we'll hear from the sidelines and what, if anything, guys are going to yell at kickers before field goals and extra points, the atmosphere that we'll all watch from TV this Sunday is going to be very different compared to what we've come to expect in years past. But as we know, 2020 is a year to take everything we used to know, wad it up in a paper ball, and punt it to the moon. So put it this way, I can't imagine the last time any of these Raiders, played a regular season game, high school, college or otherwise, in front of anything less than a full house, never mind no fans at all. It's undeniable that in many respects the crowd feels almost important to the game itself as the players between the hash marks, but for the time being our concept of what a game day is is going to have to change, and that change begins in earnest this Sunday. I do have hope though that we won't be talking about this for much longer though. Sports, by and large, are quote-unquote back or as back as they can be as our country still battles off a global pandemic, but if you look around the sports landscape, from basketball to baseball, even to golf and tennis, once the initial shock of seeing a team play in an empty arena, ballpark, or stadium wears off, we're left with the meat of the meal that we're all dying to eat the game itself. And I don't know about you, but as I've enjoyed the return of baseball, the incredible basketball being played in the bubble, or a midweek MLS match to fill my soccer fix, I hardly even notice anymore that there aren't fans losing their minds in the stands. If we've learned one thing in 2020, it's that human beings are adaptive, and while the circumstances we're living in are far from ideal, if you look around the world, and not just the sports world, you see people making the most of their situations and still finding ways to engage safely with their favorite things. Here's to hoping that NFL fans can do the same thing starting this weekend, and someone please, 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 save me a brat at their Zoom tailgate this Sunday. Now, onto the football. When you start talking about the 2020 Carolina Panthers, that conversation has to begin with Christian McCaffrey. After a relatively tame rookie season, the Stanford product has quickly established himself as one of the premier offensive weapons in the NFL, and in doing so has become a constant thorn in the side of defensive coordinators around the league. Now, entering year 4 and coming off a 2019 that saw him tally a mere. 2,392 yards from scrimmage, the Panthers are now unquestionably McCaffrey's team, and offensively speaking, he's gonna be the key to almost everything that Carolina wants to do on that side of the ball. And the true beauty of McCaffrey's game, his gift to the mere mortals who watch him on Sunday or have him on their fantasy teams, is that he's really a player who defies conventional position. For what it's worth, McCaffrey is listed as a running back, and with north of 1300 yards on the ground, number 22 is pretty darn good at toting the rock, but with another 1000 yards as a receiver, you have to respect what he can do out of the backfield and out wide as well. Whether he's lined up as a traditional running back, out wide, in the slot, under center, wherever, all 11 Raiders defenders are going to have to know exactly where McCaffrey is from wire to wire Sunday afternoon at Bank of America Stadium. Particularly with a new quarterback at the helm, I would expect a heavy dose of McCaffrey all throughout this week one matchup, and the only thing that really does remain to be seen is where and how exactly Matt Rule thinks he's gonna be most effective. Look, I'm no football guy, but I know that if you wanna have a chance at going in to run CMC's house and flying back to the desert with a win, you are going to have to find a way to keep him at bay. Talk about starting week one with a challenge. The Silver and Black's initial 53-man roster has been cut, tweaked, tinkered, and changed over the past few days, which, don't worry, is just par for the course. But one theme that has remained constant in all the early versions of this roster is the infusion of youthful talent. A quick look at the team's first depth chart of the season shows 11 first or second year players currently listed as starters. And while the depth chart isn't complete gospel, it at least gives us a pretty good barometer for who we should expect to see play heavy snaps in the week upcoming. Now, we know that Sunday's game will largely be business as usual for the Josh Jacobs, Max Crosbys, and Alec Ingolds of the world, but what I'm really interested in seeing is how the team's rookies, the guys who have yet to really taste NFL game action, respond to this moment. Even though there won't be fans, and the soundtrack of this game will be the sounds of pads colliding, audibles being called, and probably more than a little barking at the refs instead of the insatiable yells of 60,000 people, Sunday's game at Bank of America Stadium will still be the culmination of a dream for many of the new members of the Raiders. And while I genuinely hope that Damon Arnett, Henry Ruggs III, and the rest of the rookie class take a minute to not only appreciate the journey, but to reflect on the wild time in our history they're making their collective NFL debuts, at the same time, each of those young men will be asked to contribute to the team hopefully notching their first win as the Las Vegas Raiders. A player's NFL debut is a moment they'll never forget, and that'll no doubt be the case for the Silver and Blacks rookies this weekend, but let's all collectively keep our fingers crossed that Sunday's matchup is memorable for them for the best of reasons. Derek Carr and the rest of the Raiders are back on the practice field this morning, continuing their game prep, and will then fly to Carolina Friday afternoon. I'm Eddie Pascal, and this was The Morning Grind. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Morning Grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Touchdown, Las Vegas.